Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Earlier today, KT, Byron Jones was on with the Morning Boys. and We've got some gold from him. Yeah, let's start, Shippy, with cut number 26. Byron's evaluation of some of the other secondary members. I think AB's having a hell of a camp. I think Donovan Alumba, uh, especially had a hell, of a, a hell of a day yesterday. Yeah. And then I like the rookie, uh, Michael Jackson. He's coming along very well. He's a smart, physical player. He's playing outside corner, inside corner. So one thing that we don't have a shortage on this team is good cornerbacks. And that's a really good position to have uh, and a really good position to be in. Um, we have guys who can cover, guys who can tackle. We have a bunch of good safeties back there protecting us on the back end. So um, a lot of good young talent. So then the, the real question is this. Uh, Byron, who is going to take your job when the receiver, quarterback, and running back set the market for all three positions? Um, you're clearly not going to get a contract unless you just want to play for minimum wage. So which one of these guys is best equipped to take your position when we set the market on running back, wide receiver, and quarterback? Right, and uh, D-Law, yeah, too. Tank yeah, it's it. like, yeah. Uh, I saw somebody, was it a Nguakwe, Nguakwe, or mm-hmm. one of the yeah, guys was, Nguakwe, yeah. was they, they were saying they wanted D-Law money. I want D-Law money. Uh, so, yeah, they're setting the market. Um, you know, and people are so quick to write off Byron Jones. Okay, yep, that's the guy. Don't pay him. I'm like, are you sure? Because over the course of last season, he was, at the beginning of the season, he was, and deep, really deep into the season, he was arguably the best corner in football, or one of the best, one of the best non-interception corners in football. They just didn't throw at him. And then he got his hip hurt. Yeah, and he played hurt for a while, and his numbers fell off a little bit. But people are real quick to to say, "Yeah, that's the guy you don't pay." I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, I I think he's. Uh, I think people are taking him for granted, and you know, it, we're going to see if these other corners step up. These other guys he was talking about, if they do. And to your point, maybe you can say goodbye to him, but I, I would, I would, I mean, I would hesitate to take him for granted. Somebody's going to pay him. He's going to get money, and they they have a franchise option potentially. But uh, they're going to franchise Dak now. Possibly, we'll see what happens. Who are we franchising? But here's my question to you guys: <laughs> Who is the most replaceable? Like, what's how does the order go in terms of replaceability? Easiest to replace: Dak, Zeke, Cooper, or Byron? Okay. Um, with this team, Byron. With this team, I think it's Byron. It's not even close. In terms of the backups that are already on this team? Yeah. And oh. and in general, y'all, just the position. Y'all want to hear something crazy, too, to throw in there? So uh, I jumped on with G-Bag earlier, and Jeffrey was bringing up this list. I think he'd got it from the Athletic of power ranking the NFC by position. Mm-hmm. They had Anthony Brown as the best slot corner in the NFC East. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And that was the first name he mentioned. AB's had a good camp. One guy, we'll have him on the show tomorrow, is Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis has had a heck of a camp. Mm-hmm. Well, you He's just, been great. You just, can't, uh, you just can't find even average quarterbacks. So quarterbacks, right. the hardest. Right. Even if you want to say that Dak's just average, you can't find average quarterbacks. Um, there is, it's almost impossible to find a running back as good as Zeke. But then there's also the question, do you need a running back as good as Zeke? Like, do you need to have... 
the most expensive Bentley or can you just get there, you know, in a Sequoia or something? I'm like, I'm, you, you can still have a nice, you still have a nice running back. You don't need to have the best of all running backs if the rest of your team's able to do the heavy lifting. So far, since Zeke got here, he's almost their entire team. Yeah, they just they don't even have that Sequoia on the roster. There's a little bit of irony in the fact that Alfred Morris is a guy that uh, famously drove his same car from like back in the 90s <laughs> to camp a couple years ago. It's kind of the same type of thing. Yeah, so, man. I think it's fascinating. I think the number one wide receiver is very hard to find. Now, cut 23, Shippy. They flat out asked him, where does your future stand with the Cowboys, Byron? Well, good thing I have an agent who takes care of all that stuff. To me, honestly – Good play will speak for itself. Um, as a player, you don't have to worry about contract stuff. As long as you play ball and you play good ball, you'll be compensated for it. And that's what, that's my main focus, really. Are you guys far along anywhere? You feel cl- close, good? Oh, I have one more year. <laughs> I still have one more year. Okay. So That hasn't stopped others from yeah, negotiating. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's I got one more year on my contract. <laughs> you know, the other reason that Byron is uh, – probably the easiest to dismiss or not give proper respect to is because he is clearly the most rank-and-file guy. I think Dak is a pretty rank-and-file guy, but, you know, Ben's been pointing this out. His agency is not. It's the opposite of that. Scott Boris of football. Yeah, yeah. but but Byron is rank-and-file, and it's really easy to be dismissive and take advantage of people like that. Yeah, I'll also never forget this, and it really sticks out to me, is the comments that you know, Stephen made at some point last year talking about changing the defense and moving Byron from safety to corner. And when it started coming out, that that, that, that was more about Xavier Woods than anyone else. And that's where I went, oh, yeah, maybe they're not really – it's not necessarily a shot at Byron, but it's – wait, so the six-round guy is uh, – we're, we're, we're really going to cater this defense to him than your first-round guy? but you have the fifth-year option on him. You've controlled him for this long at a cheap rate. I want to throw Interesting this out. Interesting question, uh, questions they have when it comes to the cap. I want to throw this out, too, at 877-881-1053. Feel free to text in if you want. Are you okay losing Byron if it means you get to keep Dak, Zeke, and Amari long-term? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what we're talking about in a lot of ways. Let us know what you think about that. Dak, Zeke, and Amari, you get to keep them all by letting Byron go? Mm-hmm. You ain't I mean, keeping all four of those guys, right? And, and, with tank, and, unless the unless those other three guys completely do a one eighty, because if they're all like, I got to be paid at the very top of the market, right? I think, can't do it. Yeah, I think right now Dak's looking for north of thirty six, Cooper's looking for north of twenty, and Zeke's looking for north of sixteen. Well, they ain't getting that. <laughs> That's why then they don't Cooper have any might. deals. Cooper, Cooper might. might. I could see Cooper. I could that. see Cooper getting, on average, no, I'm not talking about guaranteed money, but on average, twenty a year. They're going to get in a situation with Dak and with Cooper, though, where there's like franchise tag fight going on. Like, which one of these guys are going to franchise? <laughs> and it would have to be the quarterback. Yes, it would have absolutely, to be. absolutely. So, ugh, that's a lot going on, man. I always. Say, Do you hey, have the? Uh, you don't have the. I'd, maybe during the next break, we'll dig up the. Uh, the tag numbers on running back and quarterback from from I mean, it's going to change. I know quarterback's going to be around twenty eighth this year. I, I've got a pretty good feeling. On Obviously, that. that's the one that's going up. Yeah, um, let's do one more Byron cut, and then we're going to find out how Ben had the most ex- <laughs> embarrassing experience of his life. Want to hear this? Uh, Byron talking a little X's and O's here, right there. Uh, cut twenty five. Shippy does pre snap motion. How does that affect a defense? 
There's two things. Yeah, it gives the offense a chance to see for a manner zone, but it also it allows the offense to hide what they really want to do. And I'll come out in one set, you know, the shift and then the motion into something else. And then with with the ball being snapped in two or three seconds, the defense doesn't have enough time to really process what the new formation is. So um, as long as you can do it efficiently and, and um, you know, do it to hide formations and hide what you really want to do, I think it's really effective. Same plays, just new new ways of disguising them. I, I know the franchise tag numbers for this year that we were just discussing. Quarterback this year was 25, mm-hmm. 24.8, 25. That's going up. It's gonna, if you follow that trend, it's going to be 28 next year, mm-hmm. right around there. Running back was 11.2, which we're not talking about it franchising that guy, but just consider that. Right. Wide receiver, 16.7. So... Seventeen million. That's yeah. going to go up probably, given the Michael Thomas deal. That thing probably gets up to eighteen, probably next year. And let's see, cornerback sixteen million. Wow, that'll probably go up one. I bet. I bet that's seventeen next year. This guy says no. Pay Byron, not Zeke. Running backs are a dime a dozen. Cornerbacks like Byron are not. And then someone else says, that's the Patriot way. Pay your cornerbacks. Those are the guys that you pay. Right. Belichick does. The right. depth chart on the roster tells you this, though, that the Cowboys have six. No, some of these guys are unproven. But six cornerbacks who I think you're ready to, you could go play with. Yeah. You know, none of them are shut down like Byron yet. But you got guys with running back, you're going, oh, you question know what makes mark, question mark. You know, you don't have to pay Zeke if your quarterback's good enough to get by with just an average running back mm-hmm. and your offensive line. Uh, and this is what I don't like. The other day, uh, you know, Dak's struggling at camp. He's having a couple bad days. And people were saying, yeah, but Amari's not here. I'm like, okay, but that's what we're saying. Like, I was can, saying that. Can he, can he be great even when Amari's not there and Zeke's not there? Because if CAA wants him to make $36 million a year or more, and you're sitting here thinking, I don't think we need Zeke. Well, then he needs to, to be really good even when Amari's not there and even when Zeke's not there. There's a line in the sand somewhere, and I know for me it's probably about 32 where it kind of started getting, you know what, no, that's where the franchise numbers stopped. I'm, and, I, dude, there, there are legitimate, and this is no offense, there are a lot of Cowboys fans who think Dak is not worth $25 million a year, and that's not following the market and how the league works. Yeah, I think they're wrong. But there's a lot of people who think that. I think Dak is really good. I want him here long term. I think he can win Super Bowls with him. I don't think you should set the market with him. I don't think that makes sense at all. Uh, all right, Ben. I was just looking. I've got my Twitter pulled up. Eight minutes ago, Ben Rogers tweeted, about to tell a story that involves the extreme proximity of these hotel patio areas. So everyone go to at Ben Rogers to see a video of what you're about to talk about. All right. So my room is really awesome and uh, it's on, it's got a beach view. And so you walk outside on this patio and it's an interesting dynamic. It's, it's a patio that looks out at the beach, but it's also kind of in the middle of a roof. And so it's tile, it's like old school tiled roof, like Italian looking or something like a tile roof. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the patios are, are, it's not a, I don't know, I guess I wouldn't know how to describe it. It's not like it's a obvious patio area. It's kind of, the patios are kind of buried into the roof line. Kind of looks cool. And um, so there's a patio that's above me and there's patios to either side of me. You know, when you walk out and you're staring at the ocean, the patio to your right 
I can't really see the people over there. I uh, I would have to kind of lean up right on the edge and look around, and it'd be real easy to. Mm-hmm. But I've been kind of nervous about leaving my room unlocked if I have uh, gear in there, like camera equipment and stuff, because it'd be real easy to get on that patio. Right. Because all you would have to do is take one step at a somewhat flat roof, and now you've accessed my patio. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. They're all very close to one another. Um, and so the patio next to me... It's almost like we're sharing the same patio. There's barely a tiny one-third of a wall there. Okay. And so if somebody's out there on their patio, then we're sharing time together. Mm -hmm. Y'all are hanging out. But I haven't seen anybody over there. Uh, And even on the other patio to my right, and you can see when I tweeted, the the video I tweeted of the patio, you kind of see what I'm talking about. But I, I haven't seen any humans out there since we've been here. And we've been here a long time. And... I see bathing suits and stuff, so I know people are here and they're going to the ocean and then they're driving their bathing suits in the patio or whatever. But I, you know, it must be families or whatever. But I haven't seen anybody yet. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a lot going on right now. We got a lot on our minds, trying to figure out a lot of things, and I'm just distracted. And so I walk outside onto my patio, and I was on the phone. I was talking to Pat Doney, and so I'm on the phone. I walk outside, and. I guess I was kind of thinking that I was alone. Okay. You know, you kind of, you know, I was just in a zone. I've been out on that patio a million times. You guys came by. We shot that video for our mm-hmm. YouTube page and for 1053 the fan. Are you loudly describing sexual activity to Pat? On no. The phone? No. Uh, Smoking so weed. We're talking about high school football. Okay. And uh what a beating. I know. <laughs> and I, I was I was trying to find out who the best at high school football covering high school school football is because Donny's one of the best. Donny's one of the Plano best. How's Plano looking sure. this year, Ben? Shut up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, tell so, tell Shippy to shut up. And so <laughs> I'm just uh, wondering. I'm on that patio, and I'm just in my own zone, and I'm like feel like um I, I you know KT roomed with me for one night. Mm-hmm. Other than that, he's been in your room skin. So I've had the place all to myself except for one night. And I walk out onto that patio. And without even thinking, and I'm embarrassed to say this, I had a loud, uh, it's a loud flatulence <laughs> moment. Oh, wow. Very loud. D- Long I- and loud. Do you think Shippy could uh, maybe let us know what it sounded like? I'll bet you have audio of that. <laughs> that whole time are you talking so, Donnie? With- so, Donnie, who- Hey, Donnie, how's Alan? <laughs> <laughs> hey Donnie. So it was out. like that. <laughs> and Donnie goes, I was like, is that a fork? It was like uh so after that, I mean I was, was that a fork? I was like I was like kind of impressed with myself and kinda you know like wow that was really loud and I'm like God I you know in my mind I'm thinking no one's on these patios <laughs> next to me. And so I'm kinda looking up at the patio above me. I was like, Oh my god, that was close. I could I, I didn't even check the patio above me. There could have been somebody up there. That was <laughs> Louder than I thought. That was, <laughs> thank God nobody's up there. Well, I look over to my left. Oh, no. And at the patio closest to me and the people closest to me, and they're out having a breakfast on their patio. <laughs> oh, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, and Eggs? And it was, oh, and it was, no. it was a woman. Uh, it was a family. And the mom was, I mean, they were still kind of in their pajamas, just getting up. They had room service delivered. They had some oh, breakfast. Oh, they took oh. it out there to enjoy the beach and the view. Oh, 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 and I hadn't oh. seen them for over a week because oh, no one was there. God. And, and I go, I, oh, <laughs> I, I look over, and they had stopped. Like, whatever they <laughs> Whatever they're doing, like somebody was holding a coffee mug, and they, then they just paused with the coffee. 
Bobby does. Because Shippy, it was similar to that sound. Go ahead and play that sound again. That It was very similar to that. Really? And I'm like, you know. Is it like that scene in Usual Suspects where he in slow motion, he drops his coffee mug as he realizes who Kaiser Soze is? That lady's coffee She's mug in slow motion goes and shatters on the ground. She is there standing there. They're standing there. <laughs> like it's a uh, like you don't want to move or make a sound because you want to scare a deer away. They're like we can't even believe what's happened, and uh, they're in shock and awe. It was literally shock and awe, and their breakfast is ruined. Their kids stopped it. playing. Nobody was, and everybody's frozen in time, staring at me. And I waved. I just instinctively, <laughs> I waved to the mom. I waved to her. I was like, because you know, I just was outside of the moment i'm like maybe they didn't hear that right they totally did and i look over and i wave at her and she goes she waves back at me like yeah <laughs> hi uh hi just, and i've just ruined their breakfast <laughs> it's like somebody came in with a mustard bomb and ruined their whole beautiful were, family moment staring at the ocean were they downwind uh, that's a fair question there's a lot of wind out there i wasn't helping with that uh, but so I immediately ran in the room like a schoolgirl. My face is bright red. I was totally oh. humiliated, and I called KT. You remember what my voice sounded like? It sounded like uh, <laughs> you had just seen a ghost, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, I could see it. Like it's amazing because the the imagery here is great because I could see the sheepish wave. You're like, hey, well, okay, <laughs> uh, turn around, go back in. A wave, and it was like. It was like, uh, it's like if somebody fell down a flight of stairs and dropped 75 pies or something and then looked up and made eye contact with someone and waved. They go ahead and wave back instinctively, but they're still in awe. And they're I do just staring have many like, apple pies. Was this, so, like, was this like that one fart that we had where we were recording a live and it knocked a speaker off the wall? <laughs> a what, it was, was it one of no, a power bomb or one of no, a long lingering? It was long, like oh. impressive. Like if it, if it was... Like it was shockingly long, and it, and it was like one of those that you, the kind that humans only experience by themselves. But when they experience them by themselves, they're like, "Wow, that was kind of impressive and uh, really unusual." <laughs> I'm still in my prime. That was the power one. So it's the type of fart that would prevent Dale Doback from getting a job. Yes, would have totally. And uh, and then to immediately go to the wave to the woman trying to eat breakfast with her family. It was just really poorly done by How'd me. She, look? she was very beautiful. Oh um, man! And uh, so they invite you over for dinner. <laughs> How old were the kids? Uh, the kids were started crying. <laughs> 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 Mommy! Oh no! Come here, Junior. Uh, oh man, I can't yeah. wait to tell the story to John Daniels at four twenty. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, anyways, poor Junior. Hey, we tried it. We try to uh, we try to share everything and pull the curtain back, and uh, that's something incredibly embarrassing that I wouldn't want anyone to know. So why not tell everybody? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.